0: Life is full. It's full of beautiful moments, hard moments, and a whole lot of mundane in between. Often we find ourselves going through the motions and we end up seeing mostly the hard, mostly the boring, and failing to see the good in our days at all. With Intention is a podcast about changing the narrative, I'm your host, Desiree, and I'm no expert at living intentionally. I'm just here to share my personal learnings alongside stories from others about how we're learning to see the beauty in the mundane, celebrate our beautiful, ordinary, everyday lives, and approach every aspect of them with intention. We'll talk about things like motherhood and family, reflecting and taking care of ourselves, our work, our homes, all the things that make up our days. My hope is that you'll leave our conversations reminded that our beautiful, hard, ordinary, mundane days, this messy life, it's full of good and it's full of purpose and it's meant to be lived well with the utmost intention. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Hi, friend. Welcome back to With Intention. This is officially the first guest episode since we've changed the name of the podcast from Minimalist to With Intention, and I'm so excited to share with you my conversation with Ashley Brown. We are talking all about routines today. This is a subject that I really enjoy talking about, but it's also kind of a conflicting thing in my head sometimes. I am not type A in any sense of the word. I've never been great at routines, but through exploring what it looks like to live with less distractions in my life, I realized that routines were super important to getting things done that were important and necessary, getting things done that I wanted to do without feeling overwhelmed, without letting things go way longer than I should. And this conversation with Ashley, who is extremely passionate about routines and what they've done for her in her life this is my favorite conversation I've ever had on the topic. I love the way she talks about them. I love the way it's grace filled. It's not about getting it all done every single day to the point where you're going to burn out and wonder why you even did this in the first place because it's not about the roles, right? It's about just living with a little less overwhelm. As you might know, we have been in a series where we're exploring this idea of how do we live intentionally through Change and through transitions, and this year 2020 has been full of those things. Whether you've made extreme changes in your life on purpose or whether the pandemic has just brought change, this conversation on routines is hopefully going to bring you some peace, some encouragement to feeling a little less overwhelmed through it all. First, let me tell you a little bit more about Ashley. She's a wife, a mom of two, creator and owner of Routine and Things, which equips women to consistently live their happiest life using routines. I know she's going to encourage you today, so let's dive into my conversation with Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for coming on. Before we get started, could you talk a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Yes. Hi, Desiree. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. So my name is Ashley Brown. I am a mom of two beautiful girls, first and foremost. I'm also a wife to an amazing and hilarious guy as well. And um, just the core of who I am, I am very passionate about like Teaching. I love helping to take people from where they are to where they want to be. I also love just Target in general, everything about Target. I'm a Southern girl at heart from South Carolina, and I'm all about routines, which you will surely hear today. <laughs> my business is really to serve women and moms and it is to help them consistently live their happiest life through routines and by using routines to do that specifically and i absolutely love what i do and i love the work that i do
0: i am so excited to approach this topic of routines because i we talked about routines on the podcast probably over a year ago and i talk about routines every once in a while but everyone has you know their own perspectives, their own definition, and their own way that that works in their lives. So I'm excited to hear what how you define routines and how you talk about it um, and how you teach about it too, because I have been loving following along with you. The way that you talk about routines definitely resonates with me. So before we really dig deep, I want to know kind of at the surface, what's your definition of a routine? And convince anyone that's like, "Eh, I'm unstructured. I don't really think I need routine. Convince them why you, why they need it in their lives. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because everyone does have a different, I feel like sometimes a different perspective on routines. And they give routines a bad rep, but I'm here to prove you wrong. They are they are awesome and amazing. So my definition of a routine, um, you'll see if you look it up, it says like a series of actions done regularly. But the way that I see a routine is just like a flow of activities done consistently. And I think routines are absolutely amazing because they give you this superpower of consistency, which I think is so, so vital when it comes to you living a life that feels full and rich and just beautiful and in flow with what you want. I think it, I think they are so vital for that. And if you are on the fence, like you're like, I'm not structured. I don't know if I can do a routine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you three things that routines do for your life, okay? The first thing is they help to alleviate stress for you. Like when you have a, like, you know, a predictable way about how you're going about your day, that helps to like take off like some of the mental load and can really put you in this space of feeling like, you know what, I have some control over my my day, have some control over my time, right? Because we know life is going to always show up, but at least it gives you that predictable pattern that you can look forward to and you know that's going to be there. And so it really helps to alleviate stress. The second thing routines do for you is they help you to align your doing with your values, which I think is super important because many times we will say we value one thing. And then what happens is what we're doing and our actions do not align with what we actually value. So we'll say, oh, I value my time, but then we'll run around and do 50 million things. Well, is that really like, is is your action showing that you value time? And so routines help you to always keep you on track with aligning your actions and doing with what you value. And then the last thing that it does for you is it helps you to work smart and not hard. Like who is really trying to work hard around here? We do a lot as moms, a lot as women. And so they help you to, like I said, have that predictability. But many times what I see is like, we want to be like super productive as women and we're like, oh, I want to get all of these things done. If I could just get a lot done in my day, then I would feel better. But it's not so much as like how many things you can get done versus how well you can get those things done. And so routines really help you do things in a way that feels smoother, that feels a lot aligned with who you are, and that helps you do things really well. And so those are the three ways that routines really add to your life. And so So just hearing that, you cannot tell me that you're like, no, don't want that because it sounds really good. So that's that's my two cents on routines.
0: I love it. And that is super convincing for sure, because those are all things that, like you said, as busy people, as people who work or have kids or whatever, we need to simplify and I mean, I've been talking about simplifying for a couple of years now. And I think just the idea of what you say about routines of just uh, how they help us align, simplify and align what what matters to us with what we're actually doing in our day and creating space for those things. That is huge. So (laughs) I want to dig in deep. So I feel like if I could hear a little bit of your story and if we could all hear a little bit of your story and why this has mattered to you personally, then that's going to just help us see like how, how can this actually work in our lives? So why is it important to you other than those things that you actually talked about, like on a personal level, what's your story behind it? What, what made you come to this point where you created routine and things, your business?
1: Yeah, no. um, So routine and things was born out of a really challenging time in my life. It was one of the most pivotal moments of me being here on earth, to be perfectly honest. And that transition that really kind of set these things in motion was that I went from working full-time and I'm a nurse educator, but I went from working full time to being a stay at home mom. And I was a stay at home mom for like two and a half years. And when I made that transition, it was really rough because personally, I thought it was going to be like a walk in the park. And I like realized like quickly, like this is like no joke. And I didn't know anyone that was a stay at home mom. And so when I got into that space, I, I felt like, i was falling apart to a certain point because i was like this isn't like me i'm like really like type a like schedule like i got my stuff together and when i transitioned it was like the house was a hot mess i was like why is my daughter sitting in front of tv like Six hours out of the day, like, why am I like running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I don't have my stuff together. And so I eventually it like started to weigh on me mentally and I went into really a deep depression, honestly, at that point in time. And I sat there for like some months and and eventually I was like, you know what, Ashley, you got to like put your big girl panties on. You gonna have to like get yourself together. You have a family to take care of. You got, you have kids, girl. Mm-mm. We got to get this together. So that's when I said like a really deep prayer to God. And I was like, God, please help me. And I really feel like God was like, you have to start some routines. Like it's already in your nature. Just do it. And the thing about it was is that I have routines, but I was still really trying to still go with my old routines. I don't know why. I think because maybe I just was like, no, this is going to work for now. But I was trying to fit my old routines into my new lifestyle. And that wasn't helping. So what I had to do was really get intentional about routines because I am a routine, like routines are in my DNA. I'm an Enneagram one, like that's just what, how I live, but I had never been really intentional about routines and, or about creating them. And so that's when I started to like one by one create routines around my home. And I started with myself. Number one, I was like, I need a self-care routine to like replenish me, to keep me going. And I just built on one by one by one and before you know it like some months had passed and I was like washing dishes one day like in so much peace like so happy and I'm like Lord, thank you. Because at the, like, I've come so far from where I was before. And that's what really sparked this business is my friend brought that to light, my bestie. She was like, you have come so far, because I know where you started. And I know how hard this has been for you. And so I was like, you know what, if I could do this, and I could help myself in this way, I really want to help women and serve and serve women
0: and moms in this way. So yeah, yeah. That story is so relatable. (laughs) I can relate to that so much. First of all, I stayed at home for about two to two and a half years as well. And I came from a teaching background. So I feel like we have a lot in common. Um, (laughs) But I was the same way but from a different perspective i'm totally like i'm an enneagram 9 and i am um, go with the flow and i always <laughs> thought <laughs> structure doesn't work for me i i like this i'm going to thrive with less structure and the same experience though i just you know going through a transition and now i'm going through a new transition because i just went back to work and i'm working from home full time which is totally different so within these transitions you know if we don't put into if we don't put it into action to actually create and mold those new routines whether it's you know in your nature or not to create routines just naturally mm-hmm. i think transitions will throw us off either way and that's why your story the fact that you were able to have that revelation and put it into practice and see that huge difference in your lives i think that's so encouraging so Especially in the midst of this year, which is what I want to talk about next, because I think, you know, whether it's about a work change like both you and I have experienced from working to stay at home to working, Mm -hmm. or just the fact that people are working from home instead of working in a workplace, or kids are home from school and kids are still schooling from home in a lot of areas in the country. And that can make us all crazy because. We had routines that were working, and now we don't. So what do we do? <laughs> what are some steps that you take when a routine isn't working for you anymore, whether it's because we're living in 2020 and nothing that was working before <laughs> <it> works now, <laughs> or or just like normal daily life, you sense something needs to change?
1: Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. So true. I mean, we all have had so many transitions, and some of us are still in transition, like you say, Like, I just recently got, went back to work as well. And, um, working from home is no joke, especially like, I'm like, y'all be quiet, like be quiet. And I'm having to tell the students like, I'm sorry. (laughs) So yeah. So it's a lot. So when it comes to trying to evaluate, you know, your routines or whether, you know, if you should like be tweaking them and changing them up, which for many of us, that is the case. I think the first step of that is to really identify and to more so assess where you are, like assess, what what routines you have now. And like, I would say, think about at least one. So like, if you have, this is just as an example, if you have your children right now, you're like, you know what, I feel like our either virtual learning routine isn't going the best, or I feel like our just routine with the kids in general isn't going the best. You wanna first assess like what's wrong, like what actually is the problem? Cause I feel like sometimes we wanna just spring into action as women. We're like, okay, I just need to get this done. So let me just start changing up everything. But many times what you will find is is that some things in your routine can actually stay and you don't have to get rid of all of the all of the things in your routine um so what you want to do is first assess what is actually working here or what is not working and an easy way that i usually do that is i'll just pull out a sheet of paper i'll put a line down the middle on the um, left side of the paper i will write out the current routine and so then you see it visually as far as like what are the steps that your children are going through or what you're going through and then you can start to weed out like what actually isn't working and I usually circle those things like this isn't working I feel like this needs to be better and then once you kind of identify what's not working or what is working then on the right side of your paper you can start writing out your current like the new routine that you're going to do and so that can be really helpful because you can pull things from one side to the next and like be like okay I'm gonna keep this here because this working but I'm gonna add in some other things or just totally do away with things that isn't that's aren't serving you certain actions in your routine that are not going to be conducive for you know what you want. And so I think that's like the first step is to assess what's working what's not working and that can give you some perspective instead of you throwing away your entire routine and if you do have to create an entirely new routine that's fine but at least you know where you're coming from versus like skipping that step and then you you might just be creating a routine like you're not going to be able to stick to that routine if you have not first assessed Like what you're doing currently, like it's going to be really hard for you to take like that big leap as well. And so even in, you know, assessing your current routine to create your new one, it helps you to not have that steep of a learning curve if you're bringing things from the old routine to the new. So I think that that is like the first step. And I would say start there. And that's just like an easy way that you can do It's just taking you out that sheet of paper and drawing that line and putting the things on each side.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love the whole like graphic organizer, practical, make it happen. Because I think too, like when we we think something needs to change, we have this access to everyone else's life, right? And so we see what other people are doing. And if it is like the example of the kids and your routine with schooling from home or whatever, thinking about, oh, what's my friend doing? Or what's this influencer on Instagram doing? And you have this like ideal thing in your mind, and it feels so impossible to get from where you are to getting there. But yeah, if you just assess, like you said, and look at okay, there are things that I have going for me, and what would actually work for us? Because it's probably not the same thing that works for this person I'm looking at online and idealizing in my head. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I wanted to take a quick break and share Podcaster's Roadmap with you. I have been podcasting for a little over two years now, and it's been such a huge part of my journey over these past two years. I absolutely love podcasting. I love everything about it. I love the ability that it gives us to share our voices, share our stories. I'm also an English teacher, and podcasting is kind of this mix of speaking skills, writing skills, storytelling skills, all in one. I started to personally, as a trained educator, start to feel a draw to creating a course on podcasting, especially since I saw such exponential growth in my own podcast, which grew to over a million downloads in a year and a half. While I never expected that to happen, I did launch with a strategy and I intentionally created quality content week after week with a strategy for growth. If you've felt like you've wanted to start a podcast because you want to share your story or you want to talk about things that are important to you, I fully believe that your voice is needed in this space. And I would love to support you in getting started or even growing your current podcast. Podcaster's Roadmap takes you A to Z through starting your podcast, intentionally creating an idea that works for your audience, to launching well, which is super important to growing the podcast and even to creating great content, monetizing your podcast as well, because podcasting takes a lot of time. It's nice to be able to earn an income from that time that you're giving. So if you've got a podcast idea, I want to help you. You can head to DesireeEndries.com slash podcaster to check out Podcaster's Roadmap. I know this year has been hard for so many of us. It's been a financial struggle. So I have Podcaster's Roadmap severely discounted right now. It has been for months just due to the nature of the pandemic and the upheaval of this year. So grab it while it's still on a discount. Again, you can head to DesireeEndries.com slash podcaster and the link is in the the show notes as well. All right, let's get back to today's episode. I want to know what your advice and encouragement is for someone who wants to start a new routine, but has trouble adhering to it. Like not, not that they have trouble creating it. Like they know what they want, but they can't stick to it. Cause I think that's the main problem that I have run into in the past and that many problem or many people run into.
1: Yes, that is the major problem that I feel like many of us run into. But here's the thing. It's like when, when we run into that, what we, I feel like what many of us say is like, I'm just not good at sticking, like I just can't stay consistent or I'm not good at sticking to things. And I no that that doesn't work for me. But I want to like, you know, call BS because I just feel like that's not true. Like we, we are consistent. Like we are Like every one of us we're consistent because we do certain things consistently every single day so that is not the issue so i want you to like remove that from your brain that you just cannot be consistent because that's a lie that you're telling yourself and if you continue to think that thought then that's going to lead you to not being consistent so that's first that's first and foremost but when it comes to consistency especially when it comes to routines like One, how you create your routines is super important because how you create a routine is going to determine whether you're more likely to stick to that routine or if that routine is going to be, like, out the window in a matter of a week. Because many times what we will do is we will shoot for, like, the rooftop. Like, when we're thinking of creating a routine... We will be like, oh, I want to do all of these things. And it's like, we have to first understand that change is change. And it takes adjusting, like, time to adjust to a change. So when we're trying to go from where we are to like doing these five steps or these five activities that we have not been doing, that's a lot especially for our brains because our minds get so accustomed to the cycles and patterns that we are in currently so when you're introducing something new to your mind your mind is like hold up home girl like what are you doing like we have not been doing these five things every single morning so let's take a morning routine for example we'll be like oh I want to exercise I want to read my book and I want to journal I want to do all of these things but it's like remembering that starting simple is so vital your success like make your routine simplistic and that is really going to help you I think another thing as well is many times what will stop us as well is our mindset like we will create a routine we'll start it and as soon as we cannot adhere to it we will like start to beat up on ourselves like why can't I like stick to this routine oh my gosh like I can never stick to anything that is not helping Like that's actually pulling you back to your old habits, and so it's important that when you are not perfect, because we are not perfect people, right? When you are not perfect and sticking with your routine, don't go beat up on yourself. Don't go saying things to your mind and to yourself that are not beneficial and helping you. Just be like, you know what? I'm human, and I was tired today. I'll pick it back up tomorrow. It's always another day, and so I think that can really help you as well as to understand that things are not going to go perfectly because this is a transition, this is a change, and change and change takes time and that's perfectly perfectly okay if you are not hitting it out the park when you first start a routine so I think those are like two things to kind of think about is making sure your routine is simplistic and then also being kind to yourself when you do not um, do your routine consistently every single day, like that's not even the definition of a routine. So if you're trying to keep a morning routine every day, as long as you're doing it consistently and enough to where it serves you, that's all that matters. So those are just some some tips or just some suggestions when it comes to adhering to a routine that that I feel like I've used in my life and I share this with women all the time.
0: I really like 100% feel everything you're saying. You know, we always aim for these unrealistic expectations of ourselves. And then we're so mad at ourselves and so mean to ourselves. And the way that you are talking about it is just so kind. (laughs) Creating a routine that is full of things and steps that we care about and we want to add to our lives, that's a kind thing to do for ourselves. But then we yell at ourselves and, you know, have this negative narrative inside of our heads that whenever we don't do it one day and then we just want to throw it all out the door because we think we're incapable. But I love what you say about consistency, that we are already consistent people and uh, consistent beings. And all we need to do is just like believe that about ourselves because it's already true and, and believe that we can do, consistent, positive things for ourselves as well. I want to know what your favorite routine is. And just personally, like, what is your favorite routine that you have in your everyday? What's life-giving about it?
1: Yes. So I would say right now, I was going to pick morning or bedtime. I would say my bedtime routine is my fave right now. And what's life-giving about it is that I get to do the things that actually bring me peace and joy at night and that is I always journal at night or most nights I always journal and so that is really life-giving because I'm able to like reflect on my day and it really just helps me get things out of my head because I can have racing thoughts at night so I have to like get things out of my head and onto paper so I love journaling and that's what I do at night and then another part the other two parts of my routine is prayer because I'm a huge guide girl. So I praying and, you know, giving thanks is really important. And then I also meditate at night too. And so meditation has just done so much for my life. I've been doing it for almost a year. And so it's just like something that I feel like really allows me to like get into like a good mindset, like it, it's restful. And then I just fall on asleep. So that's my favorite routine right now.
0: That sounds so good. I, that's actually the number one area in my day that I have not had a great routine around. So that encourages me to hear yours because it is. It's simple. It includes things that matter to you. And it helps you go to sleep, which I think like so many of us need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sleep is so important. And the things that I do, at least in the evenings, a lot of times do not like contribute to helping me fall asleep. I am usually tired and can fall asleep anyways, but I think I could have a better progression. So um, where can we find you online? Because you have so many fun products and that can help people with their routines and you have services and just all kind of things. So where can we find you and everything that you create?
1: Yes. So you can find me. um, I primarily hang out on Instagram. I love Instagram. I'm always there at routine and things. So you can follow me along there, join the community of women and moms that absolutely adore. And then you can also find out about all of the products and the program that I um, have as well for women. And that is at routineandthings.com. So everything is there. And if you are wanting to start um, specifically a morning routine, I do have a freebie that you can get by going to routineandthings.com as well. And it's just a morning routine roadmap that walks you through how to create that morning routine in really simplistic steps.
0: Yeah, and I love morning routines. That's the number one routine that has made a difference in my life. So we'll link that in the show notes because I'm all about anything that can help anyone who wants to have a morning routine start that. I understand that not everyone is a morning person, but it doesn't matter what time you wake up. There's still a progression of what you do in the morning, right? Yeah. Okay, so two questions I ask every guest. One is just fun. What's something that you're loving right now?
1: Mm, Something that I've been loving is... It's the Chopra app. So I just talked about how I love meditating and it is a meditation app that just recently came out and I actually got like the yearly subscription for it. That's how good it was because they let you do it for free for a little bit, but it's so good. um, And so I've been loving that. And so I do that at night. I've been doing it like twice a day in the morning and at night, but it's so like relaxing and just, it just speaks life into you. I just love the meditations they have on there. So that's something that I've been truly, truly enjoying right now.
0: That sounds so good. I'll have to check that one out. And then the last question I have is, what's one way that you personally pursue intention in your everyday life? And I know routines is going to (laughs) be number one way, but if you have a different way, since we just talked about routines the whole episode.
1: Yes. So one way that I do that is just be really intentional is like keeping a positive perspective and like keeping perspective, period. Like I'm a huge like, like gratitude practice has like changed my life. And so I'm really intentional about understanding like, Ashley, are you having a positive perspective right now? And like any time that I feel like I am either thinking like too much into the past or like way into the future, I will like ground myself in the present moment by saying like three things I'm grateful for. And so like gratitude practice is like my way to be intentional keep a positive perspective, keep perspective about where I'm at, because even though it might be challenging right now, especially for, for many of us, right, if not all of us, it's always things we can be grateful for, and it's always things that we can look to around us in this present moment to be like, you know what, but I'm here, and this is what I have around me, and, and I'm grateful for these things, so that's something that I do on a daily basis, and it's, it's a way that I stay intentional
0: in my life. So good. And so needed right now in this, always, but in this like wild year, (laughs) wild year, just thinking of, okay, what's right around us? What am I grateful for? How can I get present instead of, you know, be living in fear or confusion about (laughs) everything going on? Well, Thank you so, so much. This has been such an encouraging conversation and thank you so much for for your time and for being here.
1: Yes, thank you, Desiree. I really enjoyed it. So thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Ashley all about routines. I would encourage you in some way to just take a look at the way maybe you're spending your time and whether it's in the midst of a transition, you're feeling some kind of chaos or overwhelm in your days, just looking at what can you do to reconstruct your time, reconstruct the way that you spend your time to make it more routine around the things that you actually want your days to be filled up with or the way you want to spend your time, your working hours or your hours at home with your kids, whatever it is, whether it's things you have to do or things that you want to do, building new routines around those things or reevaluating the existing ones that don't seem to be working right now is a great way to just live a little more intentionally. I never want it to feel like when I'm talking about things like routines, like it has to be this super rigid, super structured, role based thing. It's more just about making it life giving, making it work for you. And I love how Ashley said it doesn't have to be done super perfectly, consistently all the time to be effective. And yeah, that's so true. It doesn't. It just needs to be helpful to you, life-giving to you, useful to you in some way. And if it is, then then it's working. Nobody's perfectly consistent. Nobody has all of their life and routines perfectly together. And if they do, I, I don't know any of them. I don't know anyone who does. So be kind to yourself. Personally, I am in the midst of starting a habit-building challenge with my husband, actually. It's kind of loosely based off of 75 Hard, if you've ever heard of that, but that's a lot for me. That's way too rigid. We're working on... Six things that are life-giving to us personally, my husband and I both, um, you know, we have six different things each that we're working on building into our days. And we're trying not to be super rigid about it, but we're obviously also working through accountability with it. This is something that's kind of helping in the midst of this transition we've been making to a new home, new job, new everything. This is just a way of building things back into our days that were important to us at one point, but that aren't working in the same manner as they were before. So anyways, whether you care or not, I just thought I would share what I'm currently working on to to build back life-giving routines and habits into my day that might have fallen by the wayside while we were in the midst of all of this transitioning if this episode was encouraging to you share it with a friend or share it on instagram or wherever you like to share things i am so grateful for you for always inviting new people into this community i always hope that this is just a space where you can feel encouraged and inspired in some way and and feel less alone so i'm always grateful when you are inviting more people into that next time i talk to you we will officially be headed into November of 2020. We are almost finished with this crazy year and I feel like that how did this year go by so slowly and so fast at the same time? It might have been a crazy year and it might still be crazy and different than any year that maybe any of us have ever experienced. But I just want to encourage you that, you know, we can still end this year strong and this year intentionally, maybe even end this year restfully and just enjoying a peaceful holiday season. I know that's kind of a little bit of a tangent in this episode, but I just can't believe we're heading into November of this year already. Anyways, I am so glad that you spent time with me here today. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you right back here again next week.